Hello and welcome to the 5 for 5 Rock and Metal Podcast. I am your host, Eric, and this is episode 24, Stabbing Westward. All right, that was Ninja Ability with their song, The Cage. And for Stabbing Westward, um, you know, these are, these are guys who I first heard... Um, back around like 1997, 1998 um, on WAF in Boston. And, um, you know, they had a big uh, radio hit called Shame from their second album, which was Wither, Blister, Burn, and Peel. And then, and then of course, a really big radio hit came out called Save Yourself um, from the Darkest Days album, which was their third album. And, and when I started hearing them, these, these two songs got a lot of radio play, especially Save Yourself. Um, so of course that made me go out and buy the albums and I didn't know they were on two different albums at the time. So go out, see that save yourself. Uh, the biggest single at the time was on the darkest days album. I bought that one also bought the other one. And immediately I had, uh, these two great stabbing Westward albums and immediately listening to the, the, the albums in their entirety, I always thought they were, um, a better version of nine inch nails. And um, I always thought that, and I was never really a Nine Inch Nails fan. Um, and back then, they were really, really big. They were a very big band at the time, and, and I mean, I guess they still are. But, um, but I loved Stabbing Westward, and I never really liked Nine Inch Nails. So to me, they were always a better version of that. Um, I only got to see them one time live. They were never a band that really seemed to tour very often, at least not in my area. Um, and the one time I did see them was way back then, probably 20 years ago, and it was in an all-day festival, you know, not really not really a setting suited for Stabbing Westward, in my opinion. Um, you know, I'd love to be able to see them in like a, like a small, dark-type uh, little concert venue where they can really put on a, an authentic Stabbing Westward set. But unfortunately, I saw them at a big festival. They got maybe 30 minutes on a second stage, and it was it was good. It was nice that I got to see them, but I'd love to see them uh, in a better setting. Um, so that's when I first heard them, and then and then of course um, that was their second and third album, and I loved it so much. I went back and I put, picked up their first album from 1994, which was On God, and uh, and I've been a fan ever since. They had a huge break in between, so. So, of course, after their fourth album came out, um, they announced their breakup in 2002. Uh, a huge amount of time went off. I, of course, I, I just thought the band was over. Uh, but then they reunited in 2015 um, for some reunion shows, um, which, of course, again, never came around to where I was. So I still never got to see them. And then... Uh, and then a few years later, in 2020, they announced that they were signing to a new record label and that they'd be working on a new album. And that new album uh, eventually came out this year in March of 2022, and it is fantastic. So Stabbing Westward, they are back and literally better than ever. And we'll go over that, of course, um, you know, with all five of their bands and um, I'm sorry, for all five of their albums. So yeah, here we go. Let's so it's a uh, rank and to talk about all five of the albums by Stabbing Westward.
number five. So for number five, I've got their debut album called On God <clears throat> from 1994. Um, now this was you know, the beginning of, of Stabbing West, of course, it was, it was a really raw and unpolished album. None of the songs really stick out to me as being great. Um, but it's, you know, it's dark and it's ominous and you, you really felt the potential of what this band was going to be. Um, but, you know, but, and then, and then, you know, like I said, it comes out in 1994. They, they go on a huge tour way back then, um, opening for Depeche Mode, so that that is enormous for them to be able to be you know opening for somebody like that they had songs from this album used on um on movies and on um, soundtracks for shows and it, it was really uh really a big for them that the album didn't sell particularly well but it was good for them to be out and um you know to get out into the mainstream like that it was uh, it, they had a song <clears throat> featured on the uh the first Mortal Kombat movie um, way back from 1995. So it, it was good for them to get out into the uh, to the open like this. And then because what they became uh, was going to be so much better. So um, for sure, number five um, was their first studio album, Ungod. Number four. So in 2001, Stabbing Westward came out with a very different album for them. And it was their fourth studio album, and that's what I have at number four, their self-titled album, Stabbing Westward. Now, anybody who, who has this and who's familiar with this album, it is stripped of all the electronic sounds of what made Stabbing Westward, Stabbing Westward. It no longer sounds like this, you know, industrial, dirty, grungy band with the electronics and stuff. Um, so what happened is they were on a new record label. They had a new manager, and this new manager wanted the band to create an album with a heavy pop influence, and that's the, that's the direction the band went. And you could obviously tell because the album is completely different. But um, Christopher Hall, the singer, he his lyrics were still so sad and so agonizing that that portion of the album felt like a Stabbing Westward album. Um, but the rest of the album, musically, it did not represent them at all. You had no idea that it was even the same band. But um, he had some really good songs on this, like Perfect and I Remember and Happy. Um, some really good songs, but you know nothing that was like the best of all time, Stabbing Westward. And a lot of it was just because of the music, and it was so hard to get into. Um, because musically, it, it kind of almost sounds like an acoustic album. It's, it's done in that way. Um, and then shortly after this album came out, I don't know if it, it had to do with them not wanting to go in the direction that the record label wanted to, to go in. Um, of course, 2001, the album came out. 2002, the band broke up. So I don't know if there's any correlation there, but it, it certainly seems like it to me. Um, but still a good album, and it's worth listening to even, even today, at least once in a while. Um, number four, they're self-titled from 2001, Stabbing Westward. Number three. Now we get into the greatness of Stabbing Westward. To me, they're, they have three great albums. And here we go. Number three, their second album, Wither, Blister, Burn, and Peel from 1996. Uh, a huge radio single for them was Shame. That was a great song. The first five tracks really on this album are basically some of the best stuff Stabbing Westward's ever done. I don't believe right into Shame, which is the big single, What Do I Have to Do? was a great song track four why um 
Why is one of my all-time favorite Stabbing Westward songs. Easily in my top probably two or three favorite Stabbing Westward songs, the song Why, and, the, and then Inside You. The second half of the album, a little bit weaker than the beginning of the album, but, um, but nevertheless, uh, a great album. It was actually their best-selling album. It almost went platinum. Uh, it was their first gold album. Um, you know, and like I said, it produced a big radio uh, single with shame and one of my all-time favorite Stabbing Westward songs called Why. So, um, you know, for older Stabbing Westward friends, maybe you haven't heard this album in a long time because it's, you know, at this point, it's like 24 years old, 26 years old. Um, go back and check this album out because it's not just fun to listen to for the nostalgia of it. Um, it's still a good album. And, um, you know, if you don't remember how good some of these songs were, I, I um, implore you, go listen to some of these tracks, like What Do I Have to Do and Why, and you'll see and remember uh, how good this band uh, really was back then at that time. Number two. So for number two, I have their third studio album from 1998, Darkest Days, and for over 20 years, this was my favorite Stabbing Us Westward album. Um, Save Yourself, like we already talked about, was a huge radio single for them, huge radio hit. This album also went gold. They had back-to-back gold albums, uh, you know, for them, Wither Blister and then Darkest Days, both gold. Save Yourself was a great hit. Uh, other great songs, I mean, this was a 16-track album. Every song is super solid. Um, like everything I touch and you complete me and haunting me and torn apart. But my favorite two songs on the album are desperate now and waking up beside you. And those two songs, along with why from the previous album, those three songs really for forever have been my three favorite stabbing Westward songs of all time. So if you're not uh, familiar with these songs, cause they weren't radio hits, please go back and listen to, to Desperate Now and Waking Up Beside You and Why, because I just absolutely love them, and I think it's some of the best stuff they've ever done. And, um, you know, maybe you haven't listened to them in a long time because the albums are so old and Stepping Westward's really been out of the mainstream media for, for such a long time. Um, but this album was really big for them. Like I said, went gold. A lot of these songs were featured on different movies, on TV shows, on video games. Like, they really... They really had a lot going on back then, and um, they were really successful in their in their prime back around this time. And for for really the last twenty four years, um, Darkest Days was my absolute favorite Stabbing Westward album uh, until now. Number one. So there's only one uh, album left for Stabbing Westward, and it's their brand new album, their fifth studio album from this year, from March of 2022, Chasing Ghosts. And I'm not saying that because I, I just got it or anything. I got it right when it came out eight months ago. And uh, I feel like it's their best album by far. And I don't even think it's close. That's how much I love this album and what I think of it. Every single track is so good. To me, if this album would have came out 20 years ago, if this album would have been the follow-up to Darkest Days, it would have been absolutely huge. And, um, you know, I feel bad for them that that it wasn't and that they went in a different direction back then but if you listen to this album it it feels like nothing's changed the industrial electronic sounds are back the uh, the catchy choruses are back the sad agonizing desperate lyrics of christopher hall are back everything is is there 
And, um, you know, it opens with the track, I am nothing. And that's the first song I heard before the album even came out. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is fantastic. This is like vintage stabbing Westward. I can't wait to hear the rest of this. And then I started hearing other songs like damaged goods and cold and wasteland. And I'm like, mm, this, this is unbelievable. I got to get this. And then, um, my favorite tracks on the album, probably the songs push crawl ghost and then the final track uh, on the album the end so these some of these songs are mixed right in there to me with some of the best stabbing westward songs i've ever heard like desperate now and waking up beside you and why and then you take some of these songs and it just really gives this band such an added dimension and i just this made me fall in love with the band like all over again that's how much i love this album and i wish it would have came out years ago when Stabbing Westward was in their prime because this would have been so, so big for them. And um, if, if you guys are older Stabbing Westward fans listening to this and you didn't even realize maybe that they came out with something new, please go listen to this album because it is absolutely incredible. And, um, you know, I wanted to do this episode months ago, um, you know, like in um, May or June after the album came out but i just i was like okay let's let's just take it easy i know i'm excited about this new album because it's so good but let's listen to it for at least six to eight months and make sure it really is their best album and it is and like i said i don't even think it is close how good this album is it is by far their number one album um so yeah that's it that's it for me and stabbing westward i, I know they're doing some tours uh coming up next year in 2023 they're they're signed on for a couple of big um music festivals um but i do hope they do their own thing and and i can get to see them live uh for once in their own type of setting so uh, that would be amazing so yeah thanks for listening to uh, my stabbing westward episode please go listen to the new album and coming up uh relatively soon episode 25 will be on a band who will be releasing their eighth studio album next week and uh, maybe we'll be able to get that one into the top five of their albums as well and that band is disturbed thanks for listening